And this Christmas will be a very special Christmas to me. This Christmas. What's up? That's a callback. That's called a callback to last episode. Um, welcome to Only Like Their Old Stuff. Episode number 80. Mm, episode number 90. Historic episode number 90. We've, we finally hit it, folks. We hit 90. Is, is anybody, is this thing on? <laughs> just letting you, just letting you talk to yourself there. I'm just doing my thing. This is what I do. Uh, yeah. Ru- what, ruin, ruin podcast interest? That was a great intro. <laughs> that was a great intro. Once again, you leave me hanging. Supposed to I'm jump not in leaving here. you hanging. I'm just, you know, you love the spotlight. I'm just letting you bask in it. Um, I'm J-Ho and Groove's here. Yep. And this is the podcast where we answer several questions. Usually five, four. Uh, yeah. Sure. Um, what's up? Number one what? fan this week? <laughs> Don't really have one. And, uh, Yeah. Anticlimactic. So if you want to be number one fan, you better say something nice about us. And you better not be one of the regular fans that says something nice about us all the time is in the Pantheon that we're not going to talk about. Because they are they get the credit all the time, like Zell. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, was going to say, you know who you are, Zell, who yeah. emailed us this week. Because I issued a challenge on the show notes on our website, IOLTOS.com. You didn't run that challenge by me first. I feel like it's... Well, when you edit and publish podcasts, you can do that. Not sanctioned. That's what you used to always say to me. Okay, well, I mean, I guess I should read the show notes, but I don't, I don't really accept that challenge. So, um, yeah. So this is a this is a great episode. Well, you know, here I am, folks. This morning. Really excited to record a podcast with my BFF, Jigga. You know, looking forward to it all day, really, if I'm being yeah. honest. Get to get to check in with him once a week. We don't we don't live near each other. We don't ever get to see each other. Uh, I, I, I get to my computer and uh, see a G-chat window from, from Joey. It says, yo. And so I respond, yo. And his response to that is, fuck you. And then I said... So it's going to be like that today. And he said, fuck you. I'm in a great mood. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> it was all in jest. I was not really, I was not really, I was just, it was an just... affectionate fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually in a good mood. I was in a bad uh, mood yesterday. I'm in a good mood happy today. Thursday. Fuck you. Yeah. Why not? Wake you up oh. a little bit. <laughs> Got to keep you on your toes. How about, what's the hype? Fucking hype is that tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. I'm going to get picked up by a, a minicab, this guy that I use every time I go to the airport, and I'm going to fly across the Atlantic Ocean and land in uh, the United States of America tomorrow afternoon. Well, great. You know what I'm hype about? What? Finding out what movies are on the plane. Uh, I've been disappointed the past several times I've flown. There's been nothing I wanted to watch. Hopefully well, but that's the thing. See, if you go, you you go into it with the wrong expectation. <clears throat> yeah, you got to come in and you got to say, what are the movies that I couldn't have been bothered to see, didn't want to pay for, 
didn't even want to take the time at my own house to watch on, say, Netflix or something because I didn't want to waste my time. Because you're wasting time on the plane anyway. So you got to watch the, the BS that you wouldn't watch any, any other time of the week. Yeah, the transatlantic flights tend to have a little better selection, too. So. They got much better selection, yeah. man. Yeah, so... You know, you want it, you want the plane with the personal TV in the back of the seat. I tend to that's, like get that about one out of ten every, times. Every but... time we fly, that's oh, what really? we've got. We've oh, got okay. a menu. You got TV, movies, music, games. Yeah. And last time I watched uh, "Searching for a Friend for the End of the World." Oh. Seeking a friend for the end of the world. Seeking a friend for the end of the world. Steve Carell trying again to have a, his own vehicle. That Steve Carell joint yeah. with uh, what's her name, Kira Knightley. Ah. It uh-huh. was, it, uh, you know what it was? It was uh-huh. a great airplane movie. Uh-huh. There you go. Uh, I'll weigh in. I'll let you know what's 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 going on there. Yeah. What's your hype? My hype is uh, this new salted caramel mocha that's everywhere. Ooh. It's a. Uh, it sounds kind of strange, but it's delicious. It's got a little sea salt in it. And yep. uh, I've had it at the Starbucks. So when you are in a million airports and you buy your ten dollars Starbucks this uh, tomorrow. You might mm-hmm. want to consider it. Um, it is. I will. I won't consider it. I'll tell you that. I'm going to do it. You will take out a loan I'll... and get a, a small <laughs> salted caramel Which, mocha. Speaking of taking out a loan, I've been contacted via text message three times, email twice, and letter twice from Amigo Loans in, in the United Kingdom informing me uh, that I had applied for a three thousand pound loan last year, and they're only just now reviewing their records, and they see that I qualify for a five thousand pound loan. You know, uh, yeah. so that's pretty exciting. I never even knew that I applied for a loan to begin with. So maybe I should take out that loan from the predators that that don't well, know me. You just give them your bank account information, right? And they just put it right in there. Seems like it. Yeah. You know. And, uh, and, 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 you know, the good news is it's just in time for the holidays, which is written all over the letters, too. Mr. Postman, please deliver this by the holidays. Yeah. Please, Mr. Postman, quit bringing quit these bring bills these- to my house. Quit bringing this stress <laughs> on my spouse. <laughs> Some bone thugs and harmony for you there. Yeah, so that salted caramel mocha, you can get it at the grocery store now, too. So when you go grocery shopping, when you get home to the U.S., go pick some up. Groove It's good. I'm going to do it, man. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Sight unseen. I'm going to go straight to the Starbucks in whatever airport with the first one that I see. I'm going to say, give me that salted caramel. Yeah. I'll do it. Make it salty. Um, <laughs> well, see, so you're not the hype. Well, it's still in line with the travel theme. The, the worst, and I, I'm even scared to just even say this, the most intimidating moment of flying is showing at the United States Immigration Border oh, Customs. Oh, God, yeah. It's it's one of the worst moments of, of the travel. I just feel so guilty no matter what I'm doing. They're so mad and angry. Oh, and yeah, they treat you like shit. They're like, they don't give a fuck that you're a U.S. <laughs> citizen. Um, you, are an, you are a criminal until proven otherwise. And, well, you know, and part of it is that the citizens get it just as bad because, the, you know, I get the impression that it's like, why did you leave in the first place? Yeah, what? Yeah, exactly. You're getting punished for that. What were you doing in the United Kingdom? I was just there. I was vacationing. Why you got that beard? Like, uh, because I, I, I just ha- always have a beard. Why is it? Why has it got to be like that kind of beard? Why couldn't you have a little goatee? 
Oh, you're saying this is like, oh, so like I'm in the Taliban, right? And then you're well, in jail. I'm not, I'm not saying that. You're the one saying that now, yeah. are you? Are you in the Taliban? Yeah. <laughs> Follow us to the back room and take your clothes off. <laughs> that's how it works. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty awful. And like, I have been to uh, the scariest airport I have been to is probably uh, in Morocco because they had automatic weapons and stuff. Yeah. And you just land on the tarmac and you get out on the tarmac like you don't, you know, there's nothing special about it. And they got automatic weapons everywhere. And you just think that they're just ready to fuck with you at any moment. And I was less stressed out flying into the airport, that airport than I was flying back home. So, it's true. And I never really experienced that before. I mean, I've been out of the country once or twice, but I was younger. You know, I didn't yeah. care. And I'd, I'd arrived in London the first time ever. Yeah. And after a while, I got to know some disc golf guys. And, you know, I was going to play disc golf. And, and, and this guy was telling the story about traveling. He traveled all over the entire world. You know, he was to China, all, all over, everywhere. And, he, and everybody asked him, you know, what was the scariest moment of your entire trip? And he said, showing up in America. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Because you're just made to feel bad. You're just made to feel like I, you know, I need to admit something. I didn't do yeah. anything, but I'm going to admit something. Yeah. And we're going to be taking gifts back for the first time. Uh, don't bring any yeah. knives. <laughs> no. Okay. We're bringing silicone hands for my mom for her Christmas gift. Sweet. Uh, it's a long story. Well, you, got, you got any hype still out? Or you're not the hype? Not the hype. Uh, I watched uh, a Uh-oh. beloved children's classic Christmas show, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. And I was shocked yeah. seeing that. I hadn't seen it in a couple of years. And I was shocked. That, 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 that faux kind of claymation style. Yeah, thing. that everybody apes now. And it's actually kind of cool looking, you know. It's like the original, yeah. you know. It's got the little claymation dudes and everybody. It's on every commercial now. People try to rip it off. And they don't do as good a job as those guys did back then. But I didn't realize that, like, man, Santa Claus comes across as just an intolerant dick in that show. Yeah? Yeah. He's just walking around like... Uh, first of all, everybody in the show, except for Rudolph and the little the little elf, is like intolerant as hell. Cause they're like Santa Claus shows up and sees Rudolph's red nose and is like, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> you got to do something about this. Get rid of him. Get rid of him." And you're just like, "What the fuck, Santa Claus? Santa Claus like the little elves sing a song for Santa and he's like, that wasn't very good. Damn, Santa Claus is an asshole." And so then, like. Rudolph and, and, you know, it's like, you, you got a red nose? Get the fuck out. Uh, you're a gay Dennis elf? Get the fuck out. And then when they do get the fuck out, everybody's like, I can't believe they left. Why would they leave? Why would they stay? Treat them like shit. And then later on, they show back up, you know, and there's the big storm and everything. Yeah. And that's when Santa Claus is like, Rudolph, what? your nose it'll be perfect christmas is saved we can fly around everywhere and light the sleigh with your nose and if i were rudolph i'd be like uh ho ho hold on here santa uh let's talk about a couple things you've been a dick to me this whole cartoon so now i'm just supposed to come and guide your sleigh no let's talk about some benefits what kind of benefits package we got here so what are you going to do for me, Santa? What have you done for me lately? What have you do- How about fuck off, Santa? How about that? How about everybody in the world fuck off? Christmas is canceled. <laughs> it's your own fault. Yeah. You're on that fucking naughty list, Santa. Yeah. My my jaw was just open cuz the the 
everybody's just an absolute dick to Rudolph the whole time. And then he's like, hey, yay, I can finally prove myself. I'm like, Rudolph, just go off by yourself, man. I'd go live on that island of misfit toys. They seem kind of cool. You know? And go then there's this... The lost cr- island. Fucking... Yeah, it is like the Lost Island. They should do that. There should be... I bet that's a robot chicken episode right there. Um, <laughs> and then you got this creepy-ass snowman who ta- acts like he's been talking to everybody, but he never talks to anybody in the cartoon. And he's, like, peeping in people's windows and shit. Like, at the end of it, he's, like, looking in people's windows. I'm like, man, a fucking creepy creepy, uh, (laughs) snowman. Even the song's creepy. Holly Jolly Christmas. He's like, underneath the mistletoe, somebody waits for you. Kiss her once for me. Uh, what? What? No. That's weird. I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna... How old are you, Santa? I'm not going to kiss my girlfriend for you, snowman. Weird snowman. And quit looking in my window. <laughs> fucking, I was horrified, man. That's that's revealing. That's not something that I had given much thought to. You yeah. Know? Well, as somebody told me, wow, you know how to ruin everything. Because I was, I was you... watching it with some other people. And I was like, yep. <laughs> it's my job. It's your superpower. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that. Joey takes a shit on Christmas. In to- well, everybody knows that I look for any reason to dislike Christmas. So. You look for any reason to dislike anything. <laughs> well, particularly Christmas. Happy Thursday. Fuck you. Yeah. It's moving right you along. Said yeah. So this my hype's still out is actually I'm gonna weigh in on Nope, I'm not. That's my next one. My hype's still out is the fact that I've got my number one, well, not number one priority, but a huge priority coming back is to see a couple of these movies that I can't yet see over here. Yeah. yeah. First one being Lincoln. I yeah. feel like I'm going to be sitting by my side. Is that even going to be in the theater when I come back? Man, that just, like, no, nobody went to see that. Really? And nobody. Nobody's gone to see that. There's not been one. It didn't make a single dollar at the box office. Guarantee you. Oh, you're being, okay. No, really, nobody went to see it. I mean, really? not nobody, but, like, it was not, no. So it's not going to be in the theater, then? It might be, but I don't, it, it might not. It'd be the dollar movie. Yeah. So, I won't, but I want to see that. It ain't out over here. Yeah. I think it might come out this weekend over here. Uh, and then there's Zero Dark Thirty, Django Unchained, Les Mis. Yeah. Am I missing anything? Um, The Hobbit. Nope, not missing that. Not missing, yeah, okay. <laughs> when does Zero Dark Thirty come out? Uh, I don't know. I've, they, they've got the previews out now, but I don't know. Well, the 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 question is whether or not I'm going to be satisfied, because I've been building it up for several weeks. Like, oh, I'm going to get back, I'm going to get to go see these movies in a big movie theater. I want to see Life of Pi. I didn't see that one yet. Nobody went to see that either. That, that's out? Yeah, it's out. It's out. It just came out, and they're like, "Hey, it's out!" Oh, nobody wants to see it. It's the best thing since Avatar. <laughs> Remember we said that in the previews. Hey, isn't that uh, Cloud Atlas out too? Oh, that's been out. That's that's already on home video. I'm sure. <laughs> that's all right. It's all right. If it's not on home video, it's it's in the red box. I'm sure. Okay. Okay. Well, obviously, obviously, I'm still. Out is way out. Yeah, <laughs> going to see shit. Yeah. What about you? Uh, my hype's still out. It's actually related to that. I the the Hobbit. Uh, I 
have been watching the Lord of the Rings again. God, that movie series is boring. <laughs> I, I love me some like some fantasy, some dragons and shit like that, and it is boring. How do you make that shit that boring? That's what I want to know. I read the book and was bored to death, and then I saw the movie and was like moderately entertained by it, just because I had read the book and I wanted to see how they translated it. But on a second watch, it really is just like it's like you know Kevin Smith says in Clerks too. It's just a movie about walking. <laughs> it really is just a movie about walking. They just fucking walk here, walk there, up the past block. We got to walk back. Speaking of Lost, God, yeah, and so I, it is just and it is so long. I'm just like, could we just wrap this thing up, God? But uh, on the flip side of that, I loved The Hobbit when I read it. Um, when I was a kid, I read The Hobbit probably like eight times. Like, it's probably I've probably read that book more than any other book, and I just absolutely love it. As much as I am bored by Lord of the Rings, I am entertained by The Hobbit because it's like not as like epic of a story. Oh, it's an adventure. Yeah, it's like an adventure. It's not just walking, and everybody's not just all like sad and shit all the time and like depressed. And um, I don't know. I, I'm kind of hoping that the movie's gonna be. Gonna be good, and it's got uh your boy from the office in it. Yep. Forgot yeah, no, I mean I'm gonna go. Mackenzie's super. She feels about it the way you feel about it. You know, she read that book a ton of times when she was a kid. It was her dad's favorite book to read to her. Yeah. You know that kind of stuff. So, wait, what? I assume that comes out on Christmas too. No, that comes out like the 14th. Oh snap! Yeah, we'll go see that. Yeah. With her I... family, it's it's funny. Every every actually every Christmas. Her her dad never goes to the, he goes to the movies once a year. Christmas and it's at time. Christmas time, and the whole family goes, and it's, it's really Christmas. kind of just you know it's it's in the beginning it was kind of awkward because I didn't really know how to hang out with her family. Yeah, and we went to see Beowulf in three D. Ooh, remember that Angelina Jolie, Jolie Swamp Hag. Yeah, that was uh, back when three D was like. They, they probably put you in like the red and blue glasses back then. <laughs> it, was, it was one of the first times we had the uh, the new glasses. Yeah, it was just like I don't know. I, you know, it is what it is. So I, I assume we'll do the family outing together to go see that. Yeah. Uh, as a as a group of of Gibsons. Yeah. Be interesting. All right. What have you been consuming? Oh man, a couple things, but most notably is this really great. Uh, indie movie that I got from the Redbox. Oh no! Called Safety Not Guaranteed. Did you watch this? Yep. You didn't like it? Not really. Really? I, I thought it was really good. I had very low expectations for it, though. Yeah, I had medium expectations, I guess. Yeah. And I was just—I mean, I watched it all, and I—I I liked the ending. Yeah. You know, I—it was all about. You know, the, whether or not that was going to happen, the central plot point, you know? Yeah, it, was, yeah it, I mean, it, it's, it's a movie about, it's about, there was a 1997, this magazine ran an ad as a joke, and people thought it was real, in 1997, about this guy that, you know, he put a personal ad in that said he wanted someone to go back in time with him, and it said, I've only done this once, safety not guaranteed. And so Mark Duplass, uh, I believe he wrote this, and he wrote this movie about what if that guy was, like, a real guy. And, you know, is he crazy? Is he not? All this sort of stuff. It's got uh, Mark Duplass and Aubrey Plaza in it. Aubrey Plaza from Parks and Recreation. And Mark Duplass is one of the main guys in the league. 
And I think it's Duplass. I don't know. Yeah, I, I always whatever. try to say Duplass, but of course you got to use the pr- the French pronunciation. So. <laughs> but he's, I mean, I didn't realize that guy directs a lot of those. They're called mumblecore films. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of stupid, but they're like kind of slacker, chic, you know, like somewhat realistic conversations, a little bit of improv in them, low budget. Um, but he's done several of those kind of movies, and he did some of the songs on the soundtrack and stuff. But uh, I really liked it a lot. I thought it was a cool little movie. But I, I'm a big fan of Aubrey Plaza, so I don't know. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna clown you for liking it, right? But it wasn't, a, it wasn't, it wasn't something that I was too into. Yeah, I'm surprised. I thought it was a nice little. I mean, it's, a, I don't know. I thought it was a cool movie. It wasn't the greatest thing ever, but I was really happy with it coming from Redbox, which has pretty much shitty movies. Mm. Um, I was pretty, I was entertained. Well, don't, don't. You know, we're not done yet. I'm I'm actually going to weigh in on something you talked about last week, uh-huh. um, in my consuming. So continue on, and then so I'm breaking you down here, but I'm going to build you back up. Okay. I uh, my other thing is I've been playing this game on the uh, Android. They have it on iPhone too, called uh, Tiny Tower. Okay. And you're just basically managing this little tower. Uh, you get to build floors, and if you build floors, you earn money because people shop at your shops and stuff. It's kind of like Sim City in a way, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, it's stupid, and you can, like, play it for five minutes and then come back to it, and when you come back to it, you got a bunch of money because your people, like, bought stuff. But it's, like, weirdly addictive, like, little role-playing game kind of thing. Simulator. But uh, I've been digging that. Apparently it's been out for a long time, and everybody else has played it before me, but... Have you heard about Bingo Run? Uh, no, I have not. <laughs> it is it is Bingo. Really? And you're playing in real time against other people. And when you're waiting on a game to start, you can play a slot machine. Oh, I'm in. Yep, that's all you need to know. That is all you need to know, and you're in. Yeah. And I'm exactly the same way. So check it out. I don't know if it's for – I assume it's for Android, you know, because it's a well-made game. So. Yeah. There's no reason why they wouldn't make it for both platforms. But check it out. Bingo Run. I've only played it once. I downloaded it yesterday, and I played it for like 10 minutes. And I was like, if I do not stop now, yeah. I will not stop for the rest of the night. You know? This is great. There's great little games. I like stuff like that. So. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I watched Lawless Oh. this week. All right. And you saying it's all right. I would put. I'd say it's better than that. Yeah. I'd say I probably enjoyed it as much as you enjoyed Safety Not Guaranteed, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Okay. The biggest thing that I think that movie has going for it is that there was no exposition from characters. You know what I expected. The reason that I didn't go see it in the theater, the reason I had resisted watching it, is because I said, "Okay, here's another bootlegger movie where they say now we got to go do this, and oh, we're gonna go do that, and oh, he hurt my friend, so yeah. I'm gonna go get him." There was zero dialogue that told the story. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, you you keep waiting for the moment where they're like, "Man, we're Man. brothers." And we, as brothers, you know, we grew up, our daddy didn't treat us right, and I love you. You're my brother, and I'm going to look out for you from now until forever. We're always going to be brothers. And then there was another moment like that, you know? 
And there was no moment where, you know, I mean, there was one scene, and this isn't really that big of a spoiler. Shia LaBeouf gets his ass whipped, which was gratifying, right? (laughs) And he went and sulked to his brother, and his brother was like, well, don't let that happen again. And rather than saying, you hit my brother, I'm going to go get you. We got to go get you. Yeah, he does that. But then he gives you that little side glance to like the, that you're like, you can tell he feels a little bad his brother got beat up. Like what? there's that little there's these little moments these little especially with Tom Hardy's character where he kind of he he's so hard right he's such a hard legger that he can't like show any affection to his brother but he's got these moments where you can tell it kind of be- eats him up a little bit because that is his little brother you know and I, I hear you you pick up that kind of by osmosis rather than him saying you know I'm hard on you but I love you that sort of thing like you just you pick it up from it that, that was the that was the strongest thing about it now there yeah. were two things that i kind of thought were a bit drawbacks okay one was tom hardy really yeah i love the guy the guy can do no wrong in my opinion but he was unintelligible <laughs> in, i think that was dialogue. the point though i think i don't know i mean he was just kind of he just i mean half of his dialogue is grunting I know, and uh, I think that it was just a bit too much. That's all I'm going to say. It's just a bit too much. I'm not saying it was bad yeah. per se. It was just a touch of a drawback. And then the other part which goes into this was every actor had a different regional southern accent. Yeah. Like they, they didn't get it right. You know, they yeah. just didn't get that right. But those two things were really pretty easy to overlook with uh, – I, it was just surprising. Uh, my expectations going into it were <laughs> probably basement level. Yeah. But um, but it, it was much better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Well, I, when I said it was it was all right, I didn't mean it. Eh, it's all right. I meant it's, yeah. it's all right. It's good. It's worth watching. So yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it's definitely worth Redbox or Netflix or yeah. Video on Demand or whatever it is you're doing. You know. Yeah. As I get older, I realize that. Uh, as for as much shit as Southerners get for their accent, it is a very difficult accent to recreate. And a lot of really good actors cannot get it right. Yeah, I would say that probably most are not easy to do with authenticity. But but whatever. Yeah, I mean, I think that... I mean, the thing is, is that, you know, people, people clown on the Southern accent because it's been socially marginalized within popular culture you know if you think yeah. about uh the, like the beverly hillbillies oh these people are stupid and they speak that way therefore people that speak that way are stupid you right know? it's synonymous with stupid so but it's yeah actually, yeah okay yeah mm, well wow. no, jump on the deep end <laughs> well <laughs> next week on linguistics cast <laughs> uh all right. Well, I guess that's the episode this week. You got any gift recommendations for people to get on before uh, before it becomes too late? Um, mm, I don't know, man. What you got? Anything? No. No? That's why you threw it up to me, huh? I just uh, just popped in my mind. Didn't know if you had anything on your wish list. Maybe I, I think coffee is a great gift if you know people that like coffee. I think that Starbucks gift cards or actual coffee, or if they've got the uh, a Keurig, buy them some of the K cups. You can always use it. People will appreciate it. Go mm. for it. You know, only get your fair yeah. trade K cups though. You know. You know, there's a um, 
a thing that I'm I'm gonna be getting my uh, stepsister who loves coffee. It's called Grady's Cold Brew. Yeah, and it's uh it's it's just cold brewed coffee. Okay. And uh, so maybe maybe not just a gift card to a place they already go, but something that will be a little bit different, but in the same vein. Yeah, and they got the I, little. Uh, they also have another thing is they have stovetop and battery powered uh, milk frother things. Those are kind of cool because you can like kind of make a latte with it. Mm. You put like your milk in there and and uh, whisk it up with the thing, and uh, I don't know. So coffee is great, I think. That's good. Next week we'll do another gift recommendation. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Why not? Uh-oh. What was that? Uh, that was, uh, what? Somebody uh, sounded on Skype. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. All right. This is really taking a turn for the worst. Uh, it guess, never really was good to start with. I thought the show was good. You, you, well. I was good at it. But, uh, <laughs> there it is. There's the JJ Reddick right there. <laughs> Oh, your team your team lost a tough game last night. Well, I played well. Yeah, that's all that matters. Um, <laughs> Speaking of, okay, what do you th- what do you think about New Orleans Hornets changing their name to the, the New Pelicans. Orleans Pelicans? Oh man, uh, I'm still out. <laughs> <laughs> the Pelicans. And, uh, and how about the Washington Wizards getting one of their two wins against the Miami Heat? I know what the hell, <laughs> and then and then LeBron being like. It ain't t- showed us nothing. Really? I'd be pretty embarrassed, man. I probably wouldn't say that shit. I, I don't know if I'd answer that question, but I wouldn't say it didn't teach me nothing. I'd be like, eh, teach me not to underestimate people or something. I don't know. But the Pelicans. Oh, wow. I can't wait for a Pelicans championship. So many good uh, so many good articles about how stupid that name is. So, you know. I mean, is there anything good about it? No. Ch- give me one pro. Give me one reason to name it a basketball team, the Pelicans. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Pelicans do kind of fuck shit up all the time. They be eating some fish. They do fuck with uh, fishermen a lot. So if you want a bird that's really annoying as your mascot, maybe, then it's great, I guess. I don't know. Spencer uh, Speed Diddy, our buddy Speed Diddy, caught a pelican one time. What, just with his hands? <laughs> no, 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 with a with a with a fishing pole. The pelican ate his bait and got caught, and he just reeled it in. Did he eat it? <laughs> no, he just like he just got his ass beat by it, and somehow like <laughs> cut the line and it flew away. <laughs> He's so fucking mean. Uh, so I think you're underestimating the pelican. I guess so. I like the New Orleans crew. K R E W E. Yeah, crew is like a Mardi Gras term. Ooh, it's you know, it's like a it's a band of paraders is a crew. You're part of different crews if you're down there. Wow, that's that that that's that name. This is the first time I'm hearing it, and I don't know much about it. It's already better than the Pelicans. Yeah, that, well, it was in that one of those articles. They were like the New Orleans crew sounds like something you want to get behind. The Pelicans sounds like something you want to run away from. <laughs> Because it's stupid, not because you're scared. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're just talking about how they're going to get clowned all the time. All the time. How about the New Orleans Clowns? <laughs> <laughs> Better name. <laughs> clowns are scarier than Pelicans, maybe. I don't know. 
right. I am. Well, I am. There, the 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 bright side of that is I think that the horrible Bobcats will be renamed the the Hornets. Really? Yeah. I, Michael Jordan said he's open to taking the name back. And Hell I, yeah! I, I'm, I can get behind that because everybody wears nobody wears Bobcats hats. Everybody wears throwback Hornets, Hornets. hats. So Charlotte yeah. Hornets hats, and that's how it should be. Charlotte Hornets. It's great. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So that's that's the bright side of this. Now, who cares about New Orleans having a team anyway? They're going to move to uh, Seattle eventually anyway. So yeah, it's going to happen. That'd be even better, Seattle Pelicans. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Well, uh, check us out. Uh, I only like their old stuff at gmail.com, at IOLTOS on Twitter, or IOLTOS Network on Facebook. We out. Just enjoy another episode. I only like the one side. We'll see you next time.